We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, Lucky Lucky Podcast. It's a great Thursday. This is, you guys, man, let me rep. You all know I'm from Chicago. This is Spirit Week. Uh, alumni here in Chicago, so we're repping my Morgan Park Mustangs. By the way, I believe two young gentlemen from Morgan Park will be venturing down to Notre Dame for practice on Saturday. Chris Burgess, defensive end. Big time athlete out of Chicago area. I'm excited to chop it up with those guys and see them. I'm excited about this weekend, the pro day tomorrow, and then the second spring practice. We will have that practice report Saturday afternoon, and then we'll have a pro day report Friday evening right here. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunctual Irish Breakdown, all of our great content. Go to the YouTube page. For the Lucky Lefty Podcast, go ahead and subscribe, share, make sure you smash that like button, hit the notification bell. Every time we post a video or go live, you'll know. It's the home of the misguided passion. We are the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, we're going to talk about Notre Dame's offensive hype based upon practice reports from all outlets and the hype video that Notre Dame put out. People were going crazy for what they saw in 39 seconds. So the offensive hype. Will Notre Dame be able to live up to it? Will Notre Dame be able to live up to the offensive hype that I think started the moment that Sam Hartman committed to Notre Dame via the transfer portal? It's going to be very interesting to see how that goes. We talked about the quarterback. We had Howard Griffith on from the Big Ten Network earlier this week. He talked about the importance of having a dynamic quarterback in college football, even though there are certain teams that have really good veteran quarterbacks that have dynamic players in depth around them. Which is Notre Dame closest to? Having a dynamic quarterback lead the way, or are they closer to building a team with depth? Because Marcus Freeman talks about depth Constantly, he constantly talks about depth. How far does Notre Dame have to go to building a team of depth around their quarterbacks? LL question of the day. One year, two years, 24, 25. How long do you think it's going to take for Notre Dame to become a team of depth? All right. Now, I do want to get to this. Before and left us coming in momentarily, as I said before in the chat, we are finalizing uh, the details and working on finalizing the details for our live show that we're going to be doing in South Bend, the weekend of the Blue and Gold game, the way we started and direction we were going and ultimately where we ended up. I'm here to tell you that I am overjoyed with what we have and when we finally make the announcement we're looking forward to having all you guys come out and support because it's going to be a tremendous um boost to the community in south bend and surrounding areas and that's something bigger than just talking notre dame football you know me i love philanthropy I love mentorship. That's something I've been doing for over 20 years, especially with young people. So we're intertwining all of that into our live show and making an impact and taking it further than just talking about Notre Dame football. And we consider it an extreme blessing to be able to have an opportunity. And we can't wait to announce it. We just can't wait to announce it. So left is coming in i see he's in he's in the background i don't know if he's ready to be on camera when i see him on camera i'll let him know i'll bring him in but before we get to that according to reports 
Notre Dame has hired. And I, you know what? Left might as well come in for this part right here. Left, you rubbing your hands because you're just as, as excited as me. I am. For how things are developing. That's and a right. lot of areas for us, man. We're, we're extremely blessed. We don't run from how blessed we are because there are some things that have happened along this journey that can only be explained by divine favor. Because <laughs> it's just like this ladder. You see that yeah. ladder going up. Yeah. Well, I yeah. always take it with me. Yeah. Because you're always elevating. You just got to plan it and then just climb to the top. That's what we yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, left. From a cultural standpoint, the move, according to reports, ESPN, The Athletic, they all have stories that Micah Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, former head coach or still head coach at Penn State, will be the next head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. You know my feelings on this, love, and I made it known on social media. I'm a fighting Illini fan through and through when it comes to college hoops. Everybody knows that. Notre Dame basketball has a better head coach than my fighting Illini. Wow. Well, did we have one with Mike Bray? No. <laughs> no. Not not this version of Mike Bray. Not that the Mike Bray had gotten to a point. I don't know what has taken place. And Kudos to him because reports say that he's actually being interviewed by other schools and has other opportunities possibly oh, down still, in the state of Florida. Going. He said, yeah, he said yeah. Last stop. yeah, they I think it was a mutual pardon of the ways with Mike Bray and the school. They they knew the, it things had run their course. Is he another 10-year guy been there for 10 years? Look, Just man, I don't look, I don't know how other Notre Dame fans feel. I didn't I thought Mike Bray did an incredible job with the basketball program. Now, if you want to hold them hostage because of the last three or four years, because okay. it's mean, culture. Yo, he was just in the tournament last year. Yeah. He was just in the tournament last year. And the run that he went on with Jerry and that crew, when you were there. I was there. Yeah, that yeah. Was, I, was a good coach. I, yeah. I you know, recently where people had their opinions, but when I mean, when he was buzzing with Jaron and Eric Atkins and all those guys, right? The girls' basketball team was in one we was on. That was like, man, we got to get over that UConn, huh? We got to get over that UConn. Huh? But the bad, the Ben's basketball team, they was always giving us good, good seasons. Yeah, yeah. With so, Demetrius, my gosh, shout out to me. It is crazy. It is absolutely amazing that they came away. And I said it on the show early this week. With all of the great coaching that was on display this last weekend in the tournament, it would be a catastrophe for Notre Dame not to come away from the candidates that were on full display in the NCAA tournament. It would be a catastrophe if they didn't come away with a big-time coach. Catastrophe. His, yeah, dude, it's not, not slim pickings whatsoever. Bro, his, first, his first coaching job was at IU South Bend. No, dude, and he's from the area. Like, what else do you want? NBA pedigree. And we good with the hometown now. We NBA pedigree. He's familiar with Indiana basketball. He can recruit that area, right? He has national reach. Absolutely, right? 
He has the D.C. area because he's he's gone and got D.C. kids to come to Penn State. Look, it's a great hire, fabulous hire. I've seen him build multiple teams different ways based upon his personnel, right? He had a big guard that could post up. He went out. He got athletic shooters. He didn't get small shooters. He got Andrew Funk. Andrew Funk's about 6'4", right? He got Seth Lundy. Seth Lundy's about 6'7". Just said he's going to the NBA, um, put his name in the NBA draft. He's going to be okay on the next level because he can shoot the threes, athletic. He's 6'7", 6'8". He can guard. These are the type of players. He went and got the young man, Clary, from New York, who is masked. Road runner fast. Lefty. He'll probably enter the portal. He might end up coming to Notre Dame. Let me tell you something. His that that transfer card is about to be maxed out because he's going <laughs> to go out and get some transfers into Notre Dame. It's a great hire for Notre Dame. It's a, yeah. and we can talk about the cultural aspect of it. Yes, women's basketball coach, men's basketball coach, and the Notre Dame football coach are all of African-American descent. Look at that. It's, yo, for a now lot of people, a lot that. of people, that's huge for a lot of people. Now that's we got to do with that cash injection, and now we're talking. Now, see, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Left, because I don't know if you heard this. I don't know if you heard this. In order to get Michael Shrewsbury, mm. According to reports, there was a $4 million buyout left. <laughs> Hold on now. Here we go. Here we go again. Okay? Wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's stipulations? There's, there's, a, there's not just a clean transition of power. This is a, it's a fine print. A big fine print. See, this is where we always seem to do it the wrong way you know when you're going to a nice dinner you know what i mean you want to yeah. get the nice steak yeah you when you go to roof chris you're getting the ribeye you're not getting the 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 filet the, the 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 New York strip. You getting that rib out because you have mm. Ruth Chris. Mm. We have Ruth Chris now. We 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 trying to go to the back and talk to the chef. Be like, hey, uh, that steak in the back though. What is that one? For? No, right? No, get get the market value steak. That's what's gonna get the job done. Not the why is the buyout <laughs> happen to be in the way once again because you know what happens when we get buyouts we turn to good stewards. Come on, man, we can't turn to a good steward this time. What do you even call the opposite of a good steward in this situation? Because we can't be the good steward. This can set our basketball program to a national a attention level. People will pay attention to their basketball. 
Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. Now, see, this is you look. Let me explain something. And people that maybe grew up in the same era as I did, you don't understand. Michael Jordan hit Chicago in '85, right? In the early '80s, bro, we had local TV stations carrying Nepal basketball. Illinois basketball and Notre Dame basketball for free. We were watching every game. Every game. DePaul and Notre Dame played twice a year, home and away. Home and away. So, man, I've always been locked, man. David Rivers, Damon Sweet, Edgar Bennett, LaFonso Ellis, when he left East St. and went down there. I mean, let uh, yeah, uh, Lampier didn't go to Illinois. I was upset about that. Went to Notre Dame. Let me tell you something, man. Those were the days, bro. Those were the days. So I think Notre Dame basketball is a sleeping giant, bro. Yeah. Just ready to just. I, re- I really believe that Notre Dame basketball is a sleeping giant with the right coach leading the way Notre Dame basketball can really take a couple of steps forward because we always are going to be in competition and and give good games to these number one teams that come into Notre Dame or we always popping on the scene making surprise wins or giving Duke a run for their money every year every other year so it's just a like you said a sleeping giant don't let us get a top 100 player or a couple of yeah. And with a coach that's going to highlight our superstars and, and, and maybe chase after some of those guys in the transfer portal. With the transfer portal, even in basketball, it can change a team around. Look at Kansas State. Right. Right. We can do what Kansas State is doing this year. Right. Because the basketball is even more volatile, man. You get a team like Florida FDU and be going all the way. You know what I'm saying? And then next two years, you might not hear them for another – Whatever, you know. Yo, that's crazy. So like I said, man, it was one of those things, bro, where early 80s, you know, the 84 draft changed everything, right? That's the Hakeem, Bowie, Michael Jordan draft, right? Michael Jordan hits summer 84, right? I think the regular season started to fall in 84, but Mike really didn't pop off in the city, like I said, to 85, like second half of that season, right? Going into the playoffs. And that's when, you know, 85, that's when you had the moment in the garden. You know, he's going between his legs against Larry Bird. That's when the whole Jordan vibe really starts to take off. And... Up until then, bro, it was all college basketball. That was it. I don't know if you ever heard this story, bro. I blame Isaiah Thomas's mother, dude, for ruining what could have been. Isaiah Thomas had secretly committed to DePaul. So Isaiah Thomas was supposed to be at DePaul with Mark Aguirre, Terry Cummings, uh, Teddy Grubbs. 
dude, DePaul had a whip, right? Because DePaul lost to Indiana State in the Final Four in 79. So the 80 season was supposed to be Isaiah Thomas, Mark Aguirre, and all those guys coming back, right? Isaiah Thomas' mother was like, no, you're not staying in Chicago. You're getting out of here, which I fully understand at that point. West Side, I get it. She, she, she made the best decision for Zeke and for his career in life. His life turned out the way it did for that. But that was really the buzz, man, watching DePaul and Notre Dame and Illinois. Like on normal TV, this is like before cable. That was just the blessing of being in the big market like Chicago. But Notre Dame basketball is a sleeping giant, bro. I think Digger Phelps grew, grew Notre Dame basketball to a certain point, especially with the big-time wins he had over UCLA and other big programs and the rivalry with Ray Meyer and then Joey Meyer at DePaul. They didn't play Illinois enough. I thought they should have played Illinois. And I think they played Illinois in the Big Ten ACC Championship last year and lost. So those are local robberies that could have taken things to the next level. But Michael Shrewsbury, man, look. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Notre Dame fans, if you have any questions about his coaching ability, just go watch how he – how his team dismantled Illinois three times this year. Do you three, think they beat team? Illinois three times this year, and the first one was a blowout at Illinois. It, it was never close. It was close for the majority of the first half, but then it was like, dude, his offensive sets, his ATOs, which are after timeout calls, team execution, the way he builds around his players and can evolve based upon his players, he's absolutely Fabulous coach. Fabulous. If he can get the players to South Bend, they will win. They will win. Do you think it takes some time, maybe a couple years, like Marcus Freeman? No, to get no. Not with, basketball is different with a transfer portal. You can turn a program around like that if you get the right kids. Yeah, like it's instantly. only a couple years need, huh? Like instantly, right? New rule just came out today, some new rules for uh, second-time transfers in the portal, right? Because originally, you could go into the portal, transfer, and then you can go back into the portal and transfer again, but they've eliminated certain things. Uh, I think coaching change was something that you could actually bring before right? for approval, and now that's kind of been eliminated. Oh, Based wow. The, yeah, they just handed down the new rules, if I'm not mistaken, this like, morning. Nah, he's sticking this one out. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be something like dramatic in order for you to or get that second, second or a second time to be in a transfer portal. So, man, JT Daniels got away on the skinny. Yes, skinny, he, skinny. yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. They've they've amended those rules, and we'll see how that affects things. But you know, you can always come up with, especially if you're moving closer to home, if you can come up with. You know, some uh, a loved one being ill, or something like that, that affects your mental capacity in some way, form, or fashion. Then, more than likely, that would get approved. Because I know a lot of players use that when they want to move closer to home and transfer back closer to home. That might be one of the reasons. But 
Notre Dame basketball is getting an absolutely fantastic basketball coach. I'm talking about someone that can teach the game and get the buy-in from his players. That's a home run. Now, whether or not he can recruit and get guys to come to South Bend, and this will be important. He has he just came from a Nike school. I told I told people, watch this hire in basketball, because the basketball hire, if I'm interviewing for the job, I need to know what the next apparel deal is going to look like. I would need to know that. I don't know how anybody else would feel about that. I know if I were in the interviewing for the job, I would need to know once Under Armour is done, where are we going? Because as Michael Shrewsbury, I'm coming from a Nike school. And this is how it impacted my recruiting. So that's important in my opinion. I don't know if that gives a clue to what might be on the horizon for the apparel deal. But we shall see. But it's interesting that they were willing to pay the $4 million buyout, which is that lets you know how much Penn State thought of him as a head coach. Right. And he had a $4 million buyout. Notre Dame was willing to pay it. I guess they're willing to pay that for a head coach and just not an assistant coach. So, but we'll see. We will see. We'll see. This man, it's a fantastic hire, though, left. Fantastic hire. I got Kurt, Coach Carl Reed is getting ready to join us momentarily. Before we do that, left, there is tremendous buzz, bro. I don't know if you saw the hype video of the scrimmage yesterday that Notre Dame posted. People are going crazy, bro. They're going crazy. Like, yes, this office is about to be epic. And we talked about it yesterday. I told you. It is, man, night and day. Think about this. And I thought about this after we did the show. I watched four legitimate college quarterbacks yesterday at Notre Dame. Four. I was one of the legitimate quarterbacks that I feel like can play power five quarterback at Notre Dame. Drew Pine was the number two for three years, bro. Let's think about this. Drew Pine was the number two quarterback for three years at that program. And I'm not saying he's not a, a power five starting quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. But it, it, it made me think, like, did they care about the quarterback position? Like, was there, like, any type of urgency for the quarterback room in Notre Dame, man? It, it just really made you, especially once Phil Jacobic departed. I was like, okay, you don't have Phil. Who's who's filling in for him? Who's coming behind him? It's just amazing. Who's filling in for Phil? It's like it was amazing that that former staff allowed the quarterback room to even get to that position. But I'm well, happy. Turn to Georgia. Say it again. To turn into Georgia's quarterback room. <laughs> You, you crazy, man. Lucky, lucky, lucky podcast. Apple Podcast, Spotify. Man, you really, look, 
you have been taking shots at Stetson Bennett for two years, man. That man has two championships and is about to get drafted. Man, he man, is He's gonna have a nice career. Facts. He's gonna bounce around a lot, you know, and he's gonna go retire back at Georgia when it's all said and done. Man, I would. I mean, I wouldn't even have went to the league. I would have tried to stay around the program until they put that statue up. <laughs> he's a, dude, he is on. He is on the Chad Henney pro career route, right? Ten oh, yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Ten years. A couple of clutch playoff throws. A couple of Super Bowls. <laughs> Sneak in some big stacks. games on Monday night. You'd be like, Absolutely. he's still in the league. Absolutely. Michael McCarthy, thank you for the super chat. Spin it out of control, my brothers. Love it. Hey, this is what we do. This is what we do. Left, before we go, I will offer up to you Coach Marcus Freeman. And he talked about the quarterback position. First of all, he talked about the comfort that he has as the head coach in year two. It's a, it's a lot more comfortable than it was day one of last year, but it's not going to be as comfortable as it is practice 15. It's still, there was times there I'm like, okay, what's next? Where are we going? What's the next period? It, that's day one. That's day one. And that's what I want our kids to understand. The same for me, and I'm the head coach, that this isn't my first spring practice, but you still have some rust in terms of exactly the flow of practice, exactly where your eyes are going to be, where are you going to be at this period. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a lot more comfortable in my position, but at the same time, we've got a tremendous amount of work to do like everybody else in our program. Marcus Freeman talked about his comfort level. Will his comfort level impact the on the field for Notre Dame? I hope so. I hope he gets more comfortable where he's doesn't seem so wound up tight in the game when things aren't going right. Hopefully he's more comfortable to speak on it. Uh, be a little bit more engaged. I think he was just too cool for a coach that young. I think he needs to bring some of that recruiting fire to the field. Not that he's got to be over the top or screaming and yelling, but the same passion he has in recruiting where he's active and energetic and he's and he's moving and shaking, some of that should be on the sideline. I think he went into too chill mode of being too cool of the coach. Let everybody do everything. You just lay in the back. I think you got to be a little bit more hands-on because your personality fits that, you know, you're not a, you know, you're not getting that Jalen Rose ge geometry type of hairline every other five days from Julio to just be in the back, you know, right. you, you kind of communicate more, you know, excited with your guys. They make it, your linebackers make a good play. I don't mind getting excited with them. I would love to see it. Um, You know, him trying to take on the quarterback, not too high, not too low thing is like, ah, uh, you know, you 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 like Will Smith on the podium. You know, we need some of that. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Coach Freeman also talked about the impact of his freshman and what he's looking for. Guys, it's it's just a balance. Um, I mean, there's a lot on their plate. You know, from the academic requirements to, um, you know, the weight room requirements to study table to practice to learning a new defense. They, they put so much pressure on themselves, right, to come out there and, and, and be a starter because you were the man in high school. 
they need to continue to find a way to have balance. And that's not just freshmen, but it really a lot of guys on our team is have the balance. You can't just come here and it's all ball. You can't. You know, you got to have balance in your life and understand I have to put time into studying. I have to put time into nutrition and the weight room and all those different things. So there will come a time when those guys understand the defense or understand the offense and play really, really fast. Um, I did see the, the, the wideouts make some plays today, which was great to see. You know, the young wideouts caught a couple balls and, uh, you know, it, it's it's. It's going to be good to see, you know, and the progression of all those freshmen. And and they're all going to be at different places on the road, right? And that's what I, I spent a lot of time talking to our team about. As If we're all freshmen, you can't compare your journey to this guy's journey. He might be a little bit ahead of you at this moment. But at, at some point, it's it's a process to getting where you want to go. And so to get those guys to realize, like, don't worry about praise. Don't worry about criticism. Don't worry about pressure. Just Focus on the things that are going to make you a better player. That's really for the freshmen, but everybody in our program. How confident do you feel the freshmen are going to see the field offensively earlier than they did last season in Notre Dame? Hopefully it is. I mean, if they get, if they're impactful enough, but I do think that we have a lot of guys that are still unproven that are veteran experienced guys like a Deion Cosley. I would love to see in action more. Uh, our running backs, I would love to see in action more guys that kind of missed last year. I would love to see in action. So, Usually the freshmen that are playing early are the ones is because it's in need. I'm not saying we don't need it, but I would love to see us whooping up on one of these teams like TSU and then second half when the game's out of reach, they get in, kind of how Alabama does it. Alabama plays all their guys. That's because they whoop the team in the first half, and in the second half you can get some rotation going. So hopefully we don't have to play freshmen in need. Let us play them in luxury. So if that can happen – I definitely think we will see some freshmen out there early. Yeah, before you see the freshmen surging, how about the sophomores surging? How about Tobias Merriweather surging? How about the transfers? Yeah, Taylor like Smith I was surging. to see that. Like, crazy. Let's have everyone surge. Deion Solzy, uh, resurgence of Lorenzo Styles. Right, resurgence of Lorenzo yeah. Styles. Deion Colsey taking a step. The whole room, the whole room. The like, whole room. Getting- we're just, all the whole fan base is hyped over 39 seconds after one day. And the whole fan yeah. base is just hyped over 39 seconds of a hype video of a scrimmage. And like we told you, the quarterback room was better. It was easy to see easy in warm-ups. See. Like, you saw receivers catch. You oh, snap. So half full expectation that the hype videos will probably show a lot more wide receiver receptions than previous. Than previous, because the quarterback play is better, especially the corner throw in the end zone. You finally have quarterbacks that can make that throw, but we're not here to throw water in your fire, Notre Dame fans. We're just letting you know, understand why that fire should be stoked. Absolutely, the expectations should absolutely be at an all-time high for the Notre Dame offense. Quarterback left. (laughs) Coach Carl Reed said. Man, I, he appreciates the quarterback. I mean, the coach speak, but uh, we know what it is. Let's hear yeah. what Marcus Freeman has to say. Challenge for, for Gino is that we got four quarterbacks in that room that all need to be developed. They all need to improve. And um, that's your job as a coach is continue to find ways to get guys reps to help them improve, um, and but also be able to, 
to have an evaluation where you can make a decision on who goes out first. But my role is going to be the same as it was last year. It's going to be that, you know, myself and, and Coach Parker and Coach Gadouli, we're going to sit and we'll talk and we'll look at some of the the statistics of the competition. But also there's there's another side of it is, is who makes the best decisions, uh, uh, who um, takes care of the football the best, and, and who ultimately makes plays um, is going to be important. But it will be a collective group effort between all three of us to, to really at some point you know, be able to name a starter. When Tyler went up on that booth and said, yeah, they told me last year midseason before anything was even over, before I was even healthy, that they were going to bring in another guy. That's when the competition was over. That's when it was over. You didn't. What did you tell Sam Hartman when you flew to wherever he was illegally before he was even able to? Hey, 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 hey. Before he was even able to leave. Okay, so anything you know was said in the previous fifteen seconds is not connected to the Lucky Luffy podcast. It is not approved by Sean Davis. Oh, this is all. uh, Is the allegations of Malik Zaire and Malik Zaire alone? This is this is is newspaper talk. (laughs) This is stuff that was on the newspapers. I'm not from the from the allegedly from the Wake Forest side. I am not the reporter that. (laughs) So this is Googled information. Anyway. Anyway, we're not doing all that to tell Sam Hartman in these behind closed doors meetings that we're coming to uh, ask you to compete with Tyler Buckner. We're not. Just imagine that. Sam, an all-time great Wake Forest quarterback, could all easily go to the draft this year. We're like, hey, what about competing with this guy that, that we don't know if he's going to start next year? No. No, it was a nice, and it and it should be open about it. Yeah, we did a nice handshake deal. We had to move some move some chess pieces around. We told Tyler before the year was over what we was about to do. So no, there's not a competition. However, Tyler's gonna make an appearance because the expectation of what Sam was brought here for, we should be whooping teams by halftime. And then Tyler's gonna get in. Yeah, all that, but we. Yeah. We're not playing the quarterback roulette game because everybody's job will be on the line. <laughs> That's not what you need to no, be doing. The, the offensive hype after that one 39-second video, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, people are already excited. It went to an entirely different level after the yeah. hype video. And but it should be. It should, it should be. be an entirely should level. Be. Excited, but don't but let's just let's try the straightforward approach marcus freeman's pretty straightforward dude what did he tell us last spring yes tyler's our guy we're moving on we should keep that energy that way everybody knows they roll i still laugh at people that felt like drew pine was the better option that was hilarious to me i was just like i don't know what in the world people were looking at like i don't know what you saw that made you feel like Drew Vine was a better they, option. You know, they saw, you know what they saw? The trust factor. <laughs> the, mythical, the mythical trust factor. <laughs> Marcus Freeman. We talk offensive hype. This has been the biggest question. One of the biggest questions for most Notre Dame fans. What the hell is going on? 
with the defensive line. What's going to happen? Marcus Freeman? Uh, great job with that group, man. Is is you know, we got some you got some vocal leaders. You know, Nana Asafa Menza is a vocal leader. I mean, raises Facts. the the energy Facts. performance of those around him. Um, you know, Riley Mills is being more vocal. Howard Cross, you know, he doesn't speak a lot, but he's being more vocal. And so you're not going to replace Isaiah Foscar and Amiola twins. But what you have to do is try to replace their production. And, and I'm not saying it's by one person. But throughout the, the, the top two units, maybe two and a half units, we have to replace that production. And, and I'm excited for the development of that room. I'm excited to see what your Javante Jean Baptiste and some of those young guys. I think of uh, um, Aiden, uh, I just, Aiden Gabayro and um, Anye and Tyson Ford and Rubio and, and uh, you know, all those guys, man. Devin, uh, Donovan Heinish, you know, and you got to find at some point the emergence. You know, you're going to use probably eight guys for sure, maybe ten, you know, and so it's going to be exciting to see the emergence of those guys. And, you know, something cool I saw today in a defensive staff, uh, defensive unit meeting, they're going to kind of every day announce every practice they announce starters for practice and, and give guys different roles and, and, you know, say, hey, you're a starter today, you know, and, and it's going to be kind of cool to see some of those guys that might be twos or two and a halves now going with the ones, you know what I mean? Let's evaluate your day when you're a starter. So I'm excited to see the development of that group specifically. Well, we, we are go. too, Coach. We, we are go. too. There we go. Ten guys. There we go. I Look, that's how you do it. And I think that 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 he's right. We got a bunch of guys that are in the room that are good, but who's gonna be the guy? That's, that's, that's you know throw the throw the throw the one piece of steak in there and then see who come out fool. Cause how else you gonna figure it out? Make it a game, you know. Like Puff, what did Puffy say? You put me in a jungle butt naked. I come out with a fur. That's who's gonna, that dude? Be real competition. Who's that dude? Real competition in that D line room because he's he's right. Everybody in there is pretty solid, but who's gonna be the one that we we really worried about? I I, I think John the Baptist is gonna have a nice seat. Let me call Javante John Baptiste. I call him John the Baptist because I think he's gonna baptize quarterbacks. All That's here. right. That's right. Him and Jordan Batello coming off the edge. I think they're both gonna be formidable. But I want to go back to the beginning because what he said is important. Riley Mills and Howard Cross as your starters. That's a darn good one-two punch. Yeah. That's a darn good one-two punch. Riley Mills is more than solid as a defensive lineman. Howard Cross had his best year. Yes, and they're both they're both very, very absolutely. Solid. Very Absolutely. So now it is the emergence is the word he used. Yeah, the yeah, emergence yeah. breakthrough player of the guys behind them, the Tyson Fours, the Jason Onyes, the Aiden Gabiras, those guys, Josh Burnham's, they have to come. Donovan Heinish. They have to come, right? Because like you said, or like he said, I feel good about Nana, Riley Mills, John the Baptist, and Howard Cross. That's your starting four. Maybe even Burnham. Josh Burnham's in there somewhere. But now, look, you got Josh Burnham. You got Junior. You got Maris. Like, Jordan <laughs> Patella. Like, 
who Hugo. is going to do what? And so we'll see. We'll see. A lot of people, from a talent standpoint, there's potential talent there. Now, whether it will become actual talent, right? Yeah, who plays well together? Like you Potential know. is one thing. Whether or not we actually see the manifestation of it, that's an entirely different thing that's going to be left up to those young student athletes. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. We thank you guys so much. Great show today. This is truly a great show. Great show. No, no show tomorrow at 11. That will be in the midst of the pro day. I will be at the pro day tomorrow and we will have a pro day show tomorrow evening. Tomorrow evening. Left, I should be back in Chicago at about three o'clock. All right. Sounds I good. should be I should be back in Chicago about three o'clock. So we'll shoot for somewhere around then. We will have a pro day show around that time. You know what time it is, Left. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, the premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. This is real life. The Petty Train is real life, left, but I'm putting somebody that's fictional on the Petty Train. That god darn Louie. Louie got to go on the Petty yeah, Train. So Louie got, yeah, got to go yeah, on the Petty yeah. Train for eternity. Yeah, eternity. Eternity. What is that? She's the reason why Steven Six is even a thing. Look, I'm not saying nothing should have happened to it, but I ain't saying I would be sad if it did. No, something should have happened to it. Something should have happened to it. Franklin had it right when he left the first time. Yes. He said, tell them, and you better pray they do it quick, because they ain't going to get you right if you don't. They're going to get you right. The cop in there passed out in the car, and you wouldn't pick him up. Come My on. man, little DJ Quick in there was about to, man, he was about to yeah. let it ride. Shoot the club up, wasn't he? Little DJ Quick had his man, his little moment. So I'm like, man, Louis, man, she's trying to protect protect this dude. Like they got a secret child together or something. I'm like, man, I would have been if you even. That's what I'm saying. She wasn't right in that place anyway. Jerome then got then then broke it down to her. He said, "Listen, I'm I'm it's doing not working or without you." Not, and and what she do the next morning? I just need a little more time. I'm like, what? What? A little you more. Need a time. little more time, man. You don't get the. So you know, she she ruined the love I had for her at first because even Franklin was done with her. You like, man, please, man, please. Is she still talking? She was talking stuff the whole time. The whole time. Man, the, that excuse, the, excuse, the excuse she gave Jerome, bro. What's crazy? My, my self worth. Your self worth. Self worth. 
All this over yourself, word? <laughs> really? All of this? Because People dying they, because of they, your self-worth. Because they calling me instead of you. Really? Because 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 they because I'll show up to the deal without you and they want to do so we just take we a team. You selfish. What did Cat Williams say a long time ago about self-esteem? It's self-esteem. That means it's the esteem of your self. That's what it is. Like that's on you. Don't be don't be blaming other people when it comes yeah, to your self-worth. Blaming Jerome for why they in it when he's begging her to get out of it. What do you mean? It's because they 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 talking to me and they calling me. So what? If we a team, it's the same thing. Yo, self worth. No wonder why Franklin Franklin should have did it a long time ago. He said Louie did it in, in the last episode of the. It should have started off with this episode. Just get her out the way early. What is that? And then she protected the the, the crackhead police officer. Man, that can't do his job. Man, had me tight. I look when I tell you I was heated. I was heated too. I was heated. I was heated because as soon as they, when they, you know, you could tell by the cuts, the camera cuts and edits, like, okay, this cat gone. I just knew as soon as they flashed away. Because Jerome was already out of control. He had lost his friend. He couldn't go back, chill with his homies like he did. Beefing, trying to kill his family. You know, he getting shot at all the time. He like, man, this is this is this is for the birds. Yeah, yeah I'm going. That Mar- Mar- oh, I'm yeah. going to Jamaica in the I'm morning. Going Jamaica, I'm, I'm going to Jamaica in the morning. I'm chilling. I'm and done. And I'm going with or without you. You tripping? And she had the audacity to be like, I just need a little more time because my self worth ain't good enough. Then she gets mad at him. The previous episode for going out, and she go rides horses. And she go ride horses. And, and, and make herself an open target. Open target. He out there at least trying to chill with his boys. Selfish. Selfish. Goofy. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, wait. Jordan Poole. Oh, for the spike. Oh, man. For spending half a meal on the first date. Oh, my God. Go ahead, love. Listen, I don't see it's a problem. Jordan, Jordan Poole just signed for 100 mil, ain't he? It's a problem, though. <laughs> That's a problem. And that tells me everything I need to know for why Draymond Green smacked them up. Oh, now you, you that explains everything. That explains everything about why he got smacked up. Man, that is crazy. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you wouldn't spend that much? On anyone. Anyone. What what did it have to be to be that much to begin with? What are you doing on the date for five? Probably a private jet. Probably flew somewhere out of the country. Private jet. Probably Mexico somewhere. Bought something private, rented something private, stayed for a day or two. Probably gave her a gift. And then probably it? took a then probably took a shopping like a goofy, mm. the goofy that he is, and probably ended up doing nothing but cuddling. Mm. 
You got a hundred million. Sean, are you are you even worried? That no, no, no. That hurt me. Five, I don't care. Five hundred thousand hurts. I don't care how much money I have, bro. A hundred million, Sean. Listen to me. I'm, you just asked me the question. Now you can talk about it from your point. You asked you ask me. Asking, you asking Sean Davis the question. Five hundred thousand hurts either way. I don't care how wealthy I am. Yeah, I'm not trying to spend five hundred thousand on a date. Mm-hmm. Now that's something you do after you've been married. If you're if you have that money, that's something you do for your wife. Yeah. Okay. On like an anniversary, like. 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, you know, fly to Paris, have dinner at the top of the Eiffel Tower, something that like that. Cost 500,000. Then, then take her to Switzerland, Ooh. you know, do it up there, you know, put some money in the bank for in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case. Then fly back. Right. Then go down to South Africa, end it on the beaches of South Africa, and then fly back home. That's the type of stuff you do. Okay. That's the type of stuff you do for the missus. Man, $500,000 on the first date? It is Ice Spice, though. All right, man. All right, man. Come on, man. Man, you you can do. I don't know. You know, that's why wealthy people, that's why wealthy people stay wealthy. Okay. And the poor people stay poor. But wealthy right? buy nice stuff too. No, I didn't say they don't. But if you ask a wealthy person, does it hurt when they cut the checks? <laughs> oh, I guarantee yeah. you. I guarantee you. They say, "Yeah, it, it still hurts, even though I have it. It still hurts. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Get the heck out of here." He said, "Ain't no spice that good, <laughs> man. None at all. None." <laughs> Did she put on a private concert as part of this? Look, Beyonce got paid, what, $40 million to do a private show in Dubai or something like that? Man, Lucky Lucky Podcast, man. $500,000. That goofy dude. Man, Draymond, smack that dude up again. (laughs) We out of here. See you tomorrow.